Trump. Art of negotiation, man. <laughs> Can't out Trump Trump. Man. Did you see Pelosi's face? <laughs> oh, man. Sh- Schumer. That was hilarious. California taxes is gonna is talking about taxing texting. Taxing texting. texting. Yes. Why not? Uh, sure. Pastor Ye- uh, Wang Yi's declaration of faithful disobedience. We're going to talk about that. that the pastor in China. Pastor in China. Powerful. Yeah. And, oh. and then lastly... Supreme Court sides with Planned Parenthood. Kavanaugh! Man, I know. Kavanaugh. Did you see that? Chief Kavanaugh, Justice Roberts. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, you guys. Thank you for sh- uh, sharing the show. Thank you for joining us. If you guys want to email us, contact us at... Uh, actually, right now, it's crosspolitik at gmail.com right now. Because we're... <laughs> Crosspolitik at gmail.com. See what is we're the way doing? We're just pouring water on this altar. We just keep pouring it, water on the, the altar. The website's getting all fixed <laughs> you up. You have to find okay? it on eBay. I love that. Pouring water yeah. on the altar. Guys, going to do some amazing. And I just I just want our club members to know. We, of course, we thank you guys. Anybody who's thinking about being a club member, the power of $10 a month mm. is huge. Mm. Uh, we've gotten, um, we're close to making some moves that we've been wanting to make for a long time because of our club members. Yeah. Seriously. And so the power of 10 bucks a month is so big for us. And also, I, I got to make sure you guys, for Christmas, you guys got to work on um, getting your husband's uh, concealed carry uh, from Tinacore. Tinacore.com. For their Glock. Yep, for their Glock. Okay. Um, it's tactical and uh, how he designs and builds and engineers his All I his want work. for Christmas is a Tinacore. Is a Tinacore. Tinacore.com. Make sure you <laughs> drop the cross politic, cross politic, all one word. Code in for a discount for Tinacore products. And you get a cross politic badge that goes along with your Tinacore. I want to see those badges. Right? Yeah. That's see right. Those we'll badges. have them in the studio here yeah. hopefully in January to show okay. to show everybody. So the Supreme Court sides with Planned Parenthood. We have a new St. Andrews alum and <laughs> lawyer Jess Monette on the phone. This is this is kind of a it kind of was an interesting uh, um, it kind of threw me off a little bit. Okay. Kavanaugh and Chief Chief Justice Roberts basically deciding with the liberals the side with the liberals on on the, and decided not to hear this supreme court case mm. does that smell good for you mm. is that what mm. i love so so uh jess um why don't you give us kind of a two minute three minute summary on on what this case is all about and what happened sure thing gabe well thanks for having me yeah so this is the case, the title of the case is uh, Rebecca G., who's the secretary of the Louisiana Department of Health and Hospitals versus Planned Parenthood of the Gulf Coast. Mm. And this was a, a dissent on a petition for writ of certiorari to the Supreme Court that Justice mm. Thomas uh, issued on Monday. And Justice Thomas was joined uh, by Justices uh, Gorsuch and Alito. So the three of them filed this dissent. And so, again, what this is, is this was the state of Louisiana made a uh, – basically, they denied eligibility for Medicaid funds to Planned Parenthood of the Gulf Coast. And I believe that that was stemming out of the uh, revelations regarding sale of fetal tissue. Hmm. That happened. They, they made a law saying, you are not eligible for Medicaid funds. A because you aren't Medicaid- healthcare, <laughs> you aren't practicing healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, for, for whatever reason, yeah. a Medicaid recipient filed lawsuit, and I think there was a preliminary injunction entered, and it basically wound its way up through the courts. Okay. But the specific issue, the specific legal issue addressed in this case, was whether or not 
the individual Medicaid recipients have a legal right to challenge a Medicaid decision such as this in federal court. And in uh, federal law, there's a circuit split on this issue. So one circuit goes one way, other circuits go another way mm-hmm. and say that they do have that right or they don't have that right. And then there's also significant uh, implications for states' rights and federalism and whether or not a state gets to decide who they funnel money to and who is eligible as a medical provider in their state. Mm-hmm. And there's a number of other things. And these are all things that Justice Thomas pointed out. And he said, basically, in a scathing, uh, so-called scathing dissent, yeah. he came out and said, we have one job to do, and that job is to uh, do things such as resolving circuit splits, giving guidance to the states so that they understand what the rules of the road are. Mm. And uh, we have neglected to do that in this case. We should take up this decision and we should issue a decision. We should rule on it so that um, states and everybody knows the rules of the road. And we have refused to do that. And then he ended his decision with pointing out, I believe, so this is Thomas speaking, I believe that the reason we have refused to do that is because Planned Parenthood is a named litigant and uh, people are, basically the court is afraid to address something that's ancillarily related to abortion. Wow. Yeah, so I... So that's where it comes down. And Justice Kavanaugh and Justice Roberts, as you guys pointed out, I think, in the intro, uh, they voted not to take this up. And so they sided with the so-called liberal justices because they needed to get to four, and they only got to three. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'm. I read uh, Justice Thomas's scathing dissent, and um, and all my all my natural sympathies are are with him. And and I immediately was thinking, oh yeah. And I think a lot of you know a lot of us think, you know, thanks very much, Kavanaugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. You you coward. We fought for you. Um, but yeah. um, but but. Um, help, help me fill this out a little bit. I'm, I'm just, I mean, I guess part of me is wondering, um, is there any other play or is there some, any other angle on this that a so-called conservative like Kavanaugh, maybe Roberts, um, they're thinking in the back of their minds, um, this is not worth it or um, this is, um, th- there's another play maybe being made um, regarding states' rights or is it really pretty black and white and clear as, as clear as Thomas said it was? Yeah, I, I think I, I think reading the tea leaves here, you, you can never you can never guess at what was said and wasn't said in conference between the justices, right. and it would be you know I mean you just can't speculate on what because each of the different justices makes their vote based on whatever they're thinking. So it, at this point, it's it's hard to say you know that it would be it would be I think it'd be unfair to say that Kavanaugh you know buckled or Roberts buckled or whatever on the abortion issue. However, the outlook is not good uh, in the sense that they had one teed up on, in my view, a, a directly related, but um, a, you know, a directly related issue where they could get to Medicaid funding and they could answer a lot of these questions and they just chose to not address it. Does, so, this, uh, leave, so does, I, does this leave any room um, for states to continue to regulate how Medicare med- Medicaid funding is used. I mean, if if, if another state does this, um, does it leave room for Idaho, for example, to decide not to allow Medicaid funds to fund Planned Parenthood? Yes. The the what? 
so so what this case did not do was uh, settle anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so it, there's still, I mean, it's still basically a circuit split, and so each different state, whatever the circuit they might be in, Idaho being Ninth Circuit, uh, is going to be dealing with whatever the specific precedent of that state is. Well, I mean, what the what the Supreme Court didn't do is they didn't resolve all these questions. They left just left them open. Right. And so, yes, these questions are going to keep coming back. Mm. And uh, it's they acknowledged, yeah, there's a problem, and yeah, we're not going to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just so from your point of view, do you think this is something the Supreme, the Supreme Court should have taken under its wing, or is it better that the states themselves are having to work this situation out? I believe that for the reasons Thomas stated in his dissent, this is absolutely something that the court should have taken up. I, I, I don't think if they had, I don't think it would have been a, you know, I don't think it would have concluded any of the big questions that those on the pro-life side want addressed. I think yeah. it would have been a small, you know, step in the right direction. However, I think, I, I think Justice Thomas's rationale is irrefutable, and I think that mm. each of the Supreme Court justices you know, would have had to look at this, and it. I, I, I don't know how they could have voted that way. Um, mm. Granted, I'm not a Supreme Court justice, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's the, but, only, but here's the only angle I could think of in all this where, since this was kind of like a, a funding argument or a funding um, fight, basically, and, and the justices are like, hey, we know that Planned Parenthood, if we take up any case with Planned Parenthood, it's going to be a big deal. So why not make it the biggest deal? And make it the biggest issue instead of just creating all this media storm and blitz and everything over funding. Why not take up, you know, does the baby have human rights kind of Supreme Court case? So that's the only thing I can only angle I can think of where Justice um, Kavanaugh and um, Roberts were basically saying, hey, we're not going to pick this up because we actually want to have a bigger fight over, over the bigger issues. That's it. Hey, Jess, um, one more thing I want to ask you, just so I can have this clear, because I couldn't understand this at the, at the just kind of reading through some of the articles I was finding. So the Medicaid recipients, it's not a question of whether or not they can sue their health care providers, right? This That's not really the issue. It's whether or not they can um, sue for the right to be able to take their Medicaid to Planned Parenthood. Is that what I heard? Or is that what I understood correctly? Um, cor well, correct. The strict question here is, can Joe Medicaid or Jane Medicaid recipient in Louisiana, can she sue the state of Louisiana for the state of Louisiana pulling Planned Parenthood of the Gulf Coast's uh, eligibility? Yeah. That's okay. it. Yeah. That is the only thing. And, and importantly, and, and Thomas points this out, look, this case didn't even address whether or not Planned Parenthood could challenge it, right? right. Planned right. Parenthood could challenge it as a provider, right. but this question was just can Jane Medicaid recipient yeah, challenge gotcha. that, That's really good. Wow, we're not done with this. This, no, this, not, is, this, a, is, this is just an beginning. ongoing story. Yes. The official attorney of cross-politic, <laughs> Jess Monette. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Jess. Thank you very much, Jess. Appreciate it. All right, gentlemen. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. God All bless. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Did that, you, was that was That was really good. Um, did you guys uh, hear this last know, week? Last Trump and... Uh, Nancy Pelosi and Shoemaker I, all got in the same room. I did room. it, but I have a feeling I'm about to. There, there's a joke in here somewhere, but they all get in the same room, and of course they're fighting over building a wall and and shutting down the government and all this stuff. You got to listen to this. This is hilarious. 
I'm Chuck, you shut it down. No, no, no. And then you open it up times, very quickly. And 20 you, times. I don't want to do what you did. 20 but, times Chuck, you have called for, I will shut down the government if I don't get my wool. None of us have you said You want to know something? You've said okay, it. Okay, you want to put that you on my... You said it. I'll take it. Put that okay, on Okay, good. You know what I'll say? Yes. If we don't get what we want, one way or the other, whether it's through you, through a military, through anything you want to call, I will shut down the government. Okay, Absolutely. fair enough. And we I am disagree. proud, and I'll we tell you disagree. what, I am proud to shut down the government for border security, Chuck, because the people of this country don't want criminals and people that have lots of problems and drugs pouring into our country. So I will take the mantle. I will be the one to shut it down. I'm not going to blame you for it. The last time you shut it down, it didn't work. I will take the mantle <laughs> of shutting down. And I'm going to shut it down for border But we security. believe you shouldn't okay. shut it down. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> is there any question about who's in charge there? Yeah, right? oh, is there man. any question no, about... Is... He, Nancy couldn't even speak. He's like, no, 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 no. Thank you very much. Is that the art of the deal right there? We're I don't done. know what that was. We're is that the done. end of the deal? That's a boss move. Is what I, I, call I think that. it was Vox or Slate or one of these people. They they had a headline I saw on Twitter yesterday that said, you know, we're not experts at reading body language, but you know, Mike Pence is sitting in the background on a chair, and the headline says, you know, we're not experts at reading body language, but we're pretty sure this means he wants to disappear into the chair. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like sitting there. <laughs> he was like, I don't even know why I came. Like Trump got this. You know? But here's one thing I noticed about that is that you you're not gonna out Trump Trump. Yeah, like no, forget yeah. about it. You're not going to beat him like that. Trying to have that kind of fight with him is stupid. No, yeah. you, I mean you have to go WWF. Yeah, I mean, like, really that's, the, that's yeah, the, yeah. the only way. You, yeah. You, yeah, and they're not willing to do no, that. No, he's no. he's decided already. Oh, I'm I'm willing to go. Right, yeah. like, he's he's already set that out for himself. If you come at me, expect the full wrath. Right, and I'll I'll take this tie off if I have to. Like, <laughs> When's like, the last time we've seen a president like fight like that in public with with the opposite party and all that stuff? Uh you know I know I know it's happened. It's happened before, yeah. but. Well, yeah, they, yeah. I, I think Reagan had some of the. He was pretty hardcore when it came yeah, to. But he did sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he didn't have a problem. Well, he came from a Democratic perspective, State. and then yeah. he went to switch. So, yeah, yeah, he switched. So kind of like Trump. <laughs> oh. Did Trump really switch though? <laughs> yeah, he was. He was registered I Democrat. I know. But, I know. Uh, that's probably well, true. Uh, yeah, I mean, no. I'd, who knows? Yeah, uh, yeah. Would you shut down the government over over a the wall? Wall. I, I don't know. I, I, I do, it, the way he talks like makes me nervous. Actually, yeah. Like I mean, I, I love seeing him manhandle Shoemaker, my, my, yeah. our common Schumer, enemies. Schumer. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm cheering on sort of, mm -hmm. but I, but still, some of the way he talks makes me nervous. Sure. Um, there's a there's national security issues um, that have to be dealt with, and that is the rightful um, job of of, of the, the executive of yep. the president. Uh -huh. um, uh, Commander in chief. Yeah. Um, so there's something there that he has a legitimate point on at the same time. Um, yeah, I mean, I see the people that cringe and the people that are worried about, you know, what might Trump do. Um, yeah, I mean, um, there's a game being played here where you're playing chicken with the Congress and the Congress isn't giving you what you think you need. Um, at some point, does it just justify that? Um, probably so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm still nervous. I'm, I mean, I'm grateful that he's got a, the people around him that are around him that I think are probably um, uh, shaving off the roughest edges. Um, it's questionable at the same time because when they were going through the budget deal, uh, he didn't. He didn't shut it down. He didn't right shut now. it down. No, right. You know, and so I kind of feel like. Well, that's actually what I was saying about the art of the deal. Right. So my understanding, I've not read the book. But my understanding is, of course, you you threaten and you bring way more than you want. Yeah. And then 
and out of fear and and trepidation, whatever, you settle for something, which is actually what his goal was all along. I don't have to get that on Audible now. So I don't know. I I don't know. But I, you know, so I'm wondering if that's what's the play here is, you know, can you believe he said that and people getting scared and then maybe we figure out something with Trump. Trump policy and Trump don't match up. Oh, yeah. He, no, it's, you know, those two are, you know, yeah, he talks trash and that's part of the, that's part of the art. That's part of the game. Right. And it, but it's, but part of the, 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 the scary thing, of course, is then you don't actually exactly know what what, is he what's, do? what are you actually right. playing. Yeah, right. and, yeah. so, you and, know. and what's actually most important to him. Yeah, we, and, we don't know how important the wall right. really is I mean, to him. I'd he lo- could be dangling it out there right. to do something else. And I would, yeah. I would love it if he would play this game with um, Pelosi and Schumer on Planned Parenthood and abortion. Right, yeah, right. That would be like, great. L- where, where, bring them into your office and trash talk them over, over unborn children. Yep. Yeah. Um, like you did with Hillary. Yeah, like he did with Hillary, and one of those debate. debates yeah. where he yeah. said, "This is the, this is a child. It's a murder of an unborn child." Um, yeah. And and so he's done it. I know he can do it. Yeah, I'd, it'd be a lot more exciting if he if he'd do it over that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, be, before we go, we're about to leave, but I just want to say one thing no, about we're about to leave. We're not. I want to get the pastor wing. Oh, he was to finish. Well, you were moving slow. Chop chop, buddy. <laughs> but okay. But before we move on to yeah. that, because that's gonna that's gonna you're right. We want to yeah. top that off. Just the whole thing with Kavanaugh. The whole fallout with Kavanaugh, I, I said this a long time ago when we were do- talking about when he was getting hit from the left. Yep. You know, they're making me have to go for a guy that I'm not necessarily excited about, excited about and yeah. for. And, you know, and it's easy to get wrapped up in a battle and a fight and, and at the same time get distracted by, okay, but yeah. he's not really necessarily our right. guy. You're right. Right. <laughs> that, so I think for the thinking Christian, the Kavanaugh hearing circus. Yeah. The thinking Christian, mm. the, the thing about it was what we were fighting for was due process. That's right. right. Let's not and get it, confused it's, it's about impo- that. It's important for Christians to understand right. that. We were not necessarily saying that Kavanaugh was the best candidate, that no. he was um, you know, fully pro-life or whatever. We don't, we don't really know. And there some of the, his statements are, are actually concerning the other way. That's right. But the thing that I think was worth it for Christians to get behind him in, in a sense— was in the in terms of due process. Due, due process. Yeah. You don't just bring random accusations and get mobs yeah. to get somebody drug out. Well, and because then they'll do it to you. Why is it right. you don't want him again? This is the end of. I mean, that right. was interesting too. Right, right. But I yeah. just didn't believe from yeah. all yeah, the things yeah. that he. They're, they're screaming. This is the end of abortion. But all this. It's not over. It's not. Let's wait. Let's see. And let's, let's see. watch what well, happens. Well, and this is exactly what's going on in China right now. There's yeah. no due process going on. So, right. Pastor Wang Yi of Early Rain Covenant Church, we got some friends involved in this. Some uh, of you remember the, a letter that I read um, a number of months ago yep. from a, like right. a, a, Five, a fifth grader, fifth, fifth grade grader? girl yeah. in a classical Christian school that's um, um, in the orbit of Early Rain Covenant Church. Covenant Church. Yep. So it's same, same, same folks, same so this, church. So this last week, over 100 members of Early Lane have been arrested. Um, all the I, all the leadership has been arrested. Um, some of them have been kind of. Kind of, um, I don't know. Uh, they've been hurt during their. Uh, yeah, they, they do like very physical interrogations, yeah, exactly. with, with with minor. Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Pain. What's the word? <laughs> <laughs> it's too early in the morning. I know. I know. Um, Not for smoking. I know what you're <laughs> <laughs> Not for smoking. And so, anyways, so uh, he back in September because the persecution of his church was kind of heating up. Yeah. Uh, back in September, he wrote a letter called um, uh, uh, his declaration of faithful disobedience. So this is back in September. It was secret. It was private. And he said, release this letter if I've been um, arrested for more than 48 hours. Mm. 
And so that. So he's assuming this, after 48 hours, this it's is a, a trip. It's a bigger deal. Yeah. This is not just a, a brief detention with a brief questioning, yeah. but he's been detained now for a lot for 48 hours. Just got real. Yeah, yeah. It, it got real. So so they he's been detained for more than 48 hours this last week, and now they they released this letter. I'm not going to read the whole thing. We'll link to it in our email uh, and everything, but uh, I'm going to read just a chunk of it, and it's powerful. He says in the middle of the letter, he says, "For this reason, I accept and respect the fact that this communist re- regime." has been allowed by God to rule temporarily. As the Lord's servant, John Calvin said, wicked rulers are the judgment of of God on wicked people. Mm. The goal being to urge God's people to repent and turn again towards him. For this reason, I'm joyfully willing to submit myself to their enforcement of the law as though submitting to the discipline and training of the Lord. And then he goes on to say, but this does not mean that my personal disobedience and the disobedience of the church is in any sense fighting for rights or political activism in the form of civil disobedience. Because I do not have the intention of changing any institutions or laws of China. As a pastor, the only thing I care about is the disruption of man's sinful nature about this faithful disobedience and the testimony it bears for the cross of Christ. As a pastor, my disobedience is one part of the gospel commission. (laughs) Christ's great commission requires of us great disobedience. The goal of disobedience is not to change the world, but to testify about another world. Mm. Wow. This is wow. This is powerful. Praise God, yep. Pastor Wang Yi of Early Rain Covenant Church. Be praying mm-hmm. for our brothers and sisters in China, many of whom are still detained. Right. And um, this is this is happening because the communist government is scared of the gospel. Right. Because because they know they're they're losing. They're on the run. Wow. And and this is the right. thing: when you have pastors like this, mm-hmm. and you have China cracking down, what the Christians hopefully here in America are taking note, but but especially the, the, the Chinese Christians right. are taking note, um, the gospel is winning in China. Amen. That's right. That's You're, what that looks like. That, that's what it looks like. And the thing is, is that we're um, American Christians, we are so scared and cowardly, yeah. and yeah. we don't get it, that when right. this happens, we're winning. Yep. And this is what the story of Acts is all about. You arrest Paul, and it means that the gospel is going to take over the city. That's right. right. When you disobey tyrant, ty- tyrannical leaders... Godless leaders in the name of Jesus, because mm-hmm. Jesus has required it, because you're not going to register your church with the state, because you're not going to stop preaching the gospel and gathering to worship Jesus. Um, that means that the church is winning. Yeah, and he would be less dangerous if he was a political agent, yeah. right? If he was just a political guy going playing out there, the game, playing the yeah. game, he would be less dangerous. But because right. he's preaching the gospel, it's right. far more right. dangerous. Right. Remember that article that was out when well, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the Christian gospel, the Christians are dangerous. Your legislation is dangerous. Christianity, right. yeah. yeah. like, well, the world gets it. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and, the and, Massachusetts Democratic yeah, Party. That's yeah, right. Right. That's right. And, and American Christians, you're gonna take a note from this, right? So when, when we run Absolutely. into conflict, that's good news. When, when right. you when you stay close to Jesus and you keep it about Jesus and the gospel, yep. it's not about which he is doing, which is what he's doing. He's yep. and he's and he's doing it wonderfully. And he's yeah. not fighting for political activism. Right. That's glorious. Right. Right. And, yeah. and the thing is, is that what that what he's actually fighting for will accomplish way more that's right. than if you were willing to settle for a change of law. That's right. So what's the, I'm probably going to butcher this quote a little bit, but um, the, the, when the gospel advances, it's um, a, a series of de- a, a, a series of defeat, uh, a, a, a series of defeats. Uh, cle- um, no, cleverly no. disguised. Uh, no, no, it's a, a series of victories cleverly, cleverly defined, disguised. Dis- disguised as defeats. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And that's, that's what's going on in China. We butchered it together. Yeah. Right. Thank I think you. it's Chesterton. I, it was Thank great you. when y'all chopped that up. I love it. <laughs> Read Chesterton. Pray for our brothers and sisters out there in China. They're going to need it. Pray that they stay strong. Oh, man. And until Sunday, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and 
and feast. And I was going to say pray for your Supreme Court. <laughs> pray for them all. Pray for them all. That's right. You guys got me chopping up stuff, too. <laughs> It's we contagious. Killed, we contagious. killed it. We <laughs> killed God. We're just chopping up everything. <laughs> defeat, defeat, victory. <laughs>